Hello, everyone, and you welcome back to Evie Unbounded. I am Evie Jane, your host, and today I'm sitting here with another lady boss. She's incredibly talented and a game changer when it comes to the world of Melty, which is my favorite. Anybody who know me did know that that's my bad habit. <laughs> um, I need boba Melty almost like every day and my trainer would tell me this is your biggest weakness and it is my biggest weakness and then I always use the word um, from the movie broke Man- broke back mountain they always say I wish I can quit you and that's how <laughs> I feel about vulva melty so we are here today to interview Olivia and Olivia I'm gonna have you to introduce yourself and tell us uh, more about your your melty world so this is Olivia Chen Thank you so much for having us. We're super excited. So I'm Olivia Chen. I'm co-founder of Toral Milk Tea. We're a plant-based milk tea that's 45 calories, six grams. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Something that you don't have to quit. And it's what we call a better for you and better for the planet. Um, It's inspired by our Asian roots. I'm Taiwanese American and my co-founder Pauline Ang is Chinese American. And we're both moms that grew up drinking milk tea, but really you know, felt guilty, to be honest, like you, you know, about the high calories, the high sugar, and really wasn't sure, you know, what the ingredients were. And we wanted something that we could drink every day, our kids could drink every day and not feel guilty. And so that, that kind of created us on this path of trying to find a milk tea out there and we couldn't. So we decided to create it. Oh, wow. You were saying that is less calorie is also um, planet based. Is it because mm-hmm. is it plant-based also it's less calorie? I mean, how you get make it less calorie and healthier for everyone? Yeah, I think that's a great question. So our um, drink is plant-based because Pauline, my co-founder, is actually vegetarian. Oh. So, and then we're both Asian, so lactose-free, you know, dairy-free. Those were things that we really wanted to look for. So we searched high and low, tested 20 plant-based milks, and netted to do pea milk. So we're the world's first to use peas. And peas actually have very low carbs. Um, They actually also offer one gram of protein. So that's one reason it's very low in um, carbs and sugar and just the way the formulation uh, works. We're 100% only brewed tea. So there's no flavoring, no coloring, no fats or creamers. So it allows us to kind of keep um, a really great taste, but also at, you know, a a really... um, healthy, you know, something you can have every day. So that's why it nets out to about 45 calories and then six grams of organic agave that we just lightly, lightly sweeten just to bring out the taste. So whenever you cook, you know, sometimes they'll say like, you should add a little bit of salt or sometimes even a little bit of sugar to kind of bring out the salty and sweetness and savory flavors. And that's the same thing when you lightly sweeten with organic agave, that it does bring out the natural flavorings in our fair trade teas. And so that was super important of really wanting to find the taste profile that tasted like real milk tea that we grew up drinking. Mm -hmm. And we still love drinking. Yeah, I mean, thank you so much. Olivia actually sent me a couple bottles that is their product. And I had no Mm -hmm. idea that it was actually a pea milk. What yeah, is that's that? plant-based, right? Yeah, I never so a had lot that people, before. I can't even tell. I know, I know. So a lot of people don't. It just, it just happens that it is plant-based. But most people, we worked so hard on the taste profile. It was like a year and a half of iteration, and it really is about the fact that the drinks are 
100% brewed tea and they're from small family farms. So the tea taste is really, really prevalent. And yes. because we wanted that milk tea aspect with the pea milk, you know, we went through so many iterations of where is it almond, is it soy, is it oat? Um, and when you turn something into a plant-based, a lot of those other options, they actually are really high in carbs and they're really high in sugar. So, and they actually use a lot of water resources, carbon emissions. So peas actually regenerate the soil that oh, they wow. grow in. And then they actually don't use a lot of water resources like almonds. Um, and they are very low in carbs. So they're really great for the environment. So that's why kind of our tagline is better for you and also better for the environment. So we're really focused on being a company that sources sustainably. So with our small family farms and we produce kind of um, ethically with using something like pea milk, which really doesn't use up a lot of the earth's resources. And as moms are really adamant about, you know, the next generation, right? Like thinking about where the resources are going, are our children and our grandchildren going to have enough resources in the world? Mm-hmm. And this new kind of way of operating and creating a business and incorporating sustainability is really important to us. And that's awesome because that was my next question also is mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know that the product is, is less calorie and is, is plant-based, but I was mm-hmm. wondering how you make your product to be sustainable. Um, yeah. So, okay. So because they take less water also. Less water, it uses less carbon emissions. They actually regenerate um, the soil that they grow in. And then also the small family farms we work in, they, they work with, they only plant in season. They don't use pesticides. They're really, really adamant about biodiversity. And so when you support small family farms like that, who are very adamant about kind of global warming changes, right? They're mm-hmm. not about producing a crazy amount of tea. They're really about producing the great flavored tea. We always say that our teas, they work harder than other teas because they have to kind of fight against the elements, you know? And it's just kind of like um, something that when you have to fight against the elements, you're almost stronger and better. And so we feel that our tastes are almost better. The taste is definitely great. I mean, as a personal experience, like I said, Mm -hmm. I I have no idea that was pea milk. I thought it was, Mm -hmm. the the flavor was really good that Mm -hmm. I thought was oat milk because I can't, I didn't taste, I didn't, because the soy, I can taste it. Yeah. And then like almond milk, I can taste it. It it didn't taste almond to me or soy. So I assume was oat milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what a lot of people say to us that they're really surprised that it's actually plant based, mm-hmm. and that it's low calories, because oat milk is great um, for a dairy alternative, but it is high in sugar and high in carbs. Mm. So that's something that we wanted to present as an option. Peas are starting to become more and more popular, especially in protein shakes, you'll see mm-hmm. them, but we're the world's first to do it in a tea drink. And we're the world's first to do it in milk tea, there's actually a white space category in the retailer world and supermarkets um, and in mass chain, because there is nobody doing plant-based milk teas, like milk teas and bobo teas are really popular in cafes and we love yes. them for the experience and mm-hmm. you know, who didn't grow up having those, you know, on the, and so those are really fun, but we as moms wanted something that was super convenient that, you know, we can grab from the fridge, put it in a cooler, oh yes. put on a bike um, ride in a backpack, like on the go. And yes. so that was something that we wanted and we wanted something that was consistent in flavor. So a lot of times when you go to a cafe, like if I'm feeling kind of, maybe like today I want to be a little bit more healthy. Maybe I'll like do like 25% or if mm-hmm. I'm like feeling like 
you know, spontaneous. Maybe I'll just do 50%. Yeah. Um, and then if I'm really indulgent, I'll just maybe 75, right? But yeah. every time you go to a cafe, the the taste profile will be different because the server is different. Also your mood depending on your taste buds. Yes. And so it's not a consistent taste. And so we wanted that consistency um, because it is manufactured, right? So you can create that consistency, but at that everyday treat, you know, whether mm-hmm. it be kind of like a pick me up in the morning or pick me up in the afternoon, or you just want a little dessert treat. And so this is something that we wanted to offer because we wanted it for our own lives. And you were also saying that the flavor is not just any other, you know, this tea bag to use, brewing mm-hmm. tea. Can you yes. explain the process of that to me? Yeah. So um, three, we can maybe first start with the three profiles. So we have mm-hmm. a Taiwan style original black. That's an homage mm-hmm. to our you know Taiwanese roots, like where <laughs> bubble tea, yeah, <laughs> tea came from. Yes. And so that's really um, a unique, unique uh, milk tea flavoring. It's um, kind of the tea is grown in a mountainside under a misty, near a misty stream, near a very famous old tree. And so yes. those profiles are really brought into the actual brewed tea itself because it's a very unique profile. And so that's the first flavor. And then the second flavor is a hojicha roaster green tea. Yep, I have that too. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And hojicha is really trendy right now. Um, And what really hojicha means is just roasted in Japanese. Mm -hmm. And when you roast green tea, um, it takes the bitterness because Mm -hmm. green tea actually has a bitterness in its aftertaste. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing um, that's unique about our hojicha roasted. And then we have a jasmine. And the jasmine is actually a very unique one because it's made with poor. And poor mm-hmm. is actually very famous in Chinese medicine for digestion. Yes. So it aids in digestion. It's what we call a super tea. Um, so we call it supreme jasmine. And supreme jasmine really relates to the digestion that it brings. It's super high in antioxidants. So we kind of call it like you know, the, the beauty tea and the AIDS and beauty digestion. And so that's the Jasmine profile. So those three teas are all comes from small family farms. As I mentioned, you know, non or um, non GMO, we actually help the farmers get non GMO certified. They're very, very small. So we worked through the paperwork to actually help them get certified. So on our drinks, we actually have non GMO and women owned, uh, owned certified. Those Mm -hmm. are verifications that we helped the small family farms get through our product. And so what makes us unique for those is that we actually cold brew our teas and it's a very, very long process. So so when we say we crafted the first Asian American milk tea um, and we put nitro infusion, which is usually found oh, in yeah. cold brew coffee. Coffee. That's what I was going to yes, say. I mean, exactly. that, when you said that, I, I was like, oh, I, you know, cause I'm, I'm a coffee tea drinker. Yes. Um, yes. And so boba melty obviously would be my go-to dessert and, you know, drinks, right? Yes. So, and then in the morning I have my coffee. So it's kind yes. of, that's how I do, yes. go through my day. So, yes. yeah. So that's interesting that you also make the melty by doing the the same way, the trend of the coffee, how coffee being made, the cool brewing coffee now. Yes. Yeah. There's a, I mean, there's a whole, there's a lot of different things that are happening with the formulation and how you make it. But I think at the end of the day, it does come down to the ingredients. So mm-hmm. we really do use premium ingredients, 
we use much more tea than other vendors. A lot of times when people ask like, wow, you, you really use that much tea. And it's, it is because we really want to have the tea flavoring mm-hmm. um, that's natural. It's not something that you add back in. And if you look at a lot of other drinks, it is kind of just things that are not necessarily only tea. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something that's unique about us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really just wanting to showcase that tea flavor is, is something that was very important to us. Oh, wow. And how long did you start at this company? Yeah. So actually Pauline and I have been friends for 20 plus years. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So we went to college at Berkeley and then we were, we're at a job together and we had talked about creating a, um, a company, I think we were going to do like lotus chips or barley popcorn, something that okay. was like not around. Um, and, and there was no ethnic snacks um, that is really popular now. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, motherhood and just life took over and we were like, okay, maybe not. Mm-hmm. And so a little bit before the pandemic, Pauline came up with the idea of milk tea and she was researching and doing all these things. And then we reconnected and we were like, actually, we wanted to do something together. So we decided to partner kind of our forces together. And that's how milk troll milk tea came about. But Pauline spent a big amount of time researching and developing. She's our brainchild in terms of like development of flavors Mm -hmm. and all the packaging is all her because she's a graphic designer by training. Oh yeah. I can see from your background. I love it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. So these um, are just, you know, and we wanted a modern twist. Mm -hmm. So if you look at a lot of the milk tea brands, they're usually like browns and like camels and Mm -hmm. kind of just more you know not bright and modern colors Um, and so this is a an homage to that and so we'll have elements of like a tea leaf Mm -hmm. you know but colors and things that are more eye-catching um and more playful and 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 even our name the word twirl twirl comes from um that there was an emperor Uh in China. And he was walking with a hot cup of water and a leaf twirled into his cup. And that's actually how brew tea was developed. Oh, wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah. So we wanted, um, we love these puns and like Mm -hmm. more funness. Um, We're always saying like we're twirling gratitude and just fun things that are really reflective of our own personalities, our own friendship. And our love for milk tea and like Asian culture, but wanting to bring it to everyone in a, an accessible and inclusive way. So when I talk about accessible, I think it's just more of like you can find them in the supermarket. You can find them at a price point that's readily acceptable. You can order that and you know have it shipped to your home via our website or Amazon in the Midwest, maybe where you can't find a cafe. But yeah. inclusive also for people who have, you know, allergens. So we're topping allergen free. So it's dairy free, nut free, gluten free. So the idea of that inclusivity and accessibility is really important. Um, and then just making it just more fun for everyone. You know, I think milk tea yeah. is like so common, you know, bubble tea is so common. I'm on the streets of Paris, LA, San Francisco, but we're the world's first to put it into a can. That's and then, like you said earlier, um, it's something that's very portable. And if you, yes. you, you know, you're in a hurry, especially you know, someone like me, it's so difficult. Like I even miss lunch sometimes. Right? Yeah. So it was kind of yeah. nice when I got the sample for you. It was so great. As in my refrigerator, I literally just like opened my refrigerator, just grab it to go, and, yes. and it's 
it, it's just easy. And it was like, oh, yes. I get to, it's like a little piece of joy, you know? Yeah. A little, little treat. Yeah. Like a and little it's treat consistent. It's consistent. Yeah. It tastes good. You know what you're getting. And now um, guilt grab and go and guilt free, right? Like you yeah. don't have to feel like, Ooh, I don't know if I can have that. Like how many calories is that? Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, okay, I can finish all. I'm just going to drink a little bit. Nice. Yes. You know, so. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just drink like three fourths and just like save it for a little bit for later in the day. When yeah. I a little bit of pick me up. And so, yes. you know, I always have like a little like can of it, uh-huh. you know, with me just because yeah. it's like easy. And um, that's something that we really wanted. And a lot of customers talk about that, you know, that, wow, like they, they, like a lot of people are surprised that there's not already a drink out there. Right. Cause right? like, especially what I am, where I live, um, it's yeah. such a large population of Asian and you literally see Boba shop, you know, almost yeah. like every other block. Yeah. But it's not even that because you're right. There's no consistency because it's depend who's making it. And then you have who's to wait and drive out there. Sometimes yes. something like if people have Coke and soda, so many different kinds of drink, you know, refrigerator, yeah. it would be kind of nice for uh, people yeah. who's like a melty addict to have something. Right. Yes. I mean, you have, they, they yes. do have um, tea drinks, right. Straight up yes. tea drinks and coffee drinks. Brewing yeah. coffee, but they don't have a melty, right? Yeah. So if you go to a lot of the major retailers, you know, like Target, Whole Foods, mm-hmm. you know, um, down where you are, I think like Mother's Market, Erewhon, none of them really have carry a milk tea. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there are some milk teas that are come from Asia, but they're not plant based. So right. what we love to make the clarification is we're the world's first plant based milk tea, but it's great tasting. It tastes just like a regular milk tea, and we have very unique flavor profiles like the Taiwan style is still a little bit unique in mm-hmm. terms of because it's actually you know literally like it's under a near a, a misty river and a, under like fog and yeah. those things actually really do affect the tea and how it's brewed yeah. um I used to work for Estee Lauder Corporation and one of the, when I first joined we did a lot of training and I, I remember this one funny story it was about La Mer and it was about the scientists. And then when they, we actually went to the facility where Lemire was made oh, wow. and then they had music and listened to classical music. Um, and so like the creams like that you're getting is like having a whole experience as it's being made. And, oh, wow. um, and so, and so I actually sometimes think to myself, like tea is similar, you know, yeah. the, the, what you purchase, like how, where it lives, where it breathes and um, the origins of it really do affect and go into the product. And just like La Mer has this beautiful story about that the creams are listening to classical music and um, it's an environment. And they noticed it because when they changed the formulation, they didn't have the classical music. They saw a difference in the formulation. But there is a difference. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That's how the story came about, the legend of La Mer. The legend oh, wow. of La Mer. Yeah. So those things, I think, when you think about those um, nuances and what will make something unique, those are little things that will make us your tea unique mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in its taste profile. Well, it so happened that, you know, this month's also an Asian American, you know, month mm-hmm. awareness. So as being an Asian American, you know, for you and your co-founder Pauline to come up with this idea, what do you think, this is something that like your parents thought that's what you were going to do, or this is something yeah. I know you, I know earlier you were saying, this is something you got to talk about. You got to want to come up with some kind of product together, but 
it is something that you thought you're gonna be end up doing at the melty, you know, especially yeah, with you your know, I, Asian I, cultural heritage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's a great, great question. Um, Pauline and I talk, you know, because we've been reflecting on API Month, and yeah, one thing that we're both adamant about is we're really thankful to our parents. Um, they were immigrants, um, and so we were brought to the U.S. I was born in the U.S. Pauline was immigrated um, from Hong Kong. And we saw him working towards the American dream. And the idea that the, you know, the wild, wild west, that you can create something from nothing and then be successful from it. Um, you know, we saw our parents working for that dream. And in some ways, I think now when they look at us, they see that we're two women, two moms that are really working towards an American dream of bringing milk tea to the masses. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're super excited to see that American dream come true. Um, and so we, we really want, we we're just really grateful that they brought us to the U S and like gave us this upbringing that allowed us to like, have the ability to dream. Right. Um, I think Pauline and I, we are, we have a lot of creative ideas and sometimes we always have to stop ourselves like, Oh, it's too many ideas. We, 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 need to ex- <laughs> we, need, we need to execute some of these. And I think it's because we come from such um, inhibit, like we're not inhibited. We haven't been told no, that we can't do these things. Uh, we amazing. see how hard our parents have worked. And so that, that ability to kind of dream and work hard towards that is something that is part of kind of our API upbringing. And we talk a lot about the fusion of what we are as Asian Americans, right? Like we grew up with tea in our household. We went to dim sum, there was tea. When guests came over, we poured tea for them. Tea was a huge part of our culture. And I think the American culture is much more Mm -hmm. coffee-based, but outside of the U.S., it's very tea-based. And so we think to ourselves like, well, how do you incorporate that lifestyle to a greater mass? And then that came through bubble tea, right? Mm-hmm. We came, that came through boba, bubble tea, and how that kind of the whole world, like, oh, there's a whole milk tea culture out there. And mm-hmm. then we brought in another layer of our Asian American and also our moms as backgrounds of just saying like, well, we want a convenience. Mm-hmm. We want a consistency. Yes. We want a better health. We right. want a better for you. And mm-hmm. so we brought that part as, us being American moms of how do you, and then so we crafted twirl and then like the name, the packaging, as I mentioned, those are kind of just a fusion of what it means to be Asian American. Um, and I, I think those are things that we, we reflect back on as we're creating a brand. Mm-hmm. It is challenging though. I would say even as kind of API founders, there are some things that there aren't as many brands like us. There are a lot of restaurants and cafes and actually writers and cookbook authors that are Asian American descent, but I would say not as many brands that we can really turn to uh, for guidance. Maybe Mm -hmm. they're maybe like 10 years ahead of us, Mm -hmm. but they're not like a Coke or a Pepsi or a Starbucks, you know, years, years ahead of us. And so I would say that, of the challenges of being an API founder and being new to this space. What we bring, we both have had careers outside of food. Pauline mm-hmm. was a graphic designer for 15 years. All she worked on was food and packaging. So that's where she brings that element of design to Toral. Mm-hmm. I did event um, and, and publicity work and worked at Escalator and marketing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so those marketing skills we bring to Toral, but we do bring a fresh perspective to the food industry. And I think we're still learning and we're still wanting more guidance on how to like make Toral successful. Well, I'm just, I'm happy for other young women or anybody out there that thinking about going to the food and beverage industry, you know, and if, now they have somebody to guide them, you know, they can reach out to you and Pauline. So you, yeah, you, definitely. you, you definitely like pave the world for um, all this younger generation and people who want to come and do something like this. So yeah, that's great. there that's is good. more and more of us. I would say there, I, I often talk about there's a generation of us that are doing this because we're inspired kind of by our own backgrounds and creating products, you know, whether it's a journal or a clothing line but mm-hmm. or food. And so I'm, I'm seeing so many more brands that are kind of this inspired by our Asian roots. And so we, we are so excited to be part of this journey and want more people to join us as well. I mean, what would be the advice that you give to other who, you know, looking or listen to this podcast and say, wow, I finally found somebody who's, you know, doing this, uh, paved the world for us. Like, how am I going to do this? Or I always thought I have the biggest challenge. What would you tell this younger generation or people who yeah. want to come and do this? Well, I, I mean, I definitely, you know, I, I'll say to a lot of friends, I was like, you know, this is, this is a lot of work. You know, this is a very low margin business. And so it's about volume and mm-hmm. it's a longevity business. Mm-hmm. We actually talked with Vanessa Du at HealthAid mm-hmm. and she's the, you know, there's three founders and she's one of them and she's Asian American. And she said, you know, it took them 10 years before they were bought by Coke. And when we first talked to her, we were like 10 years, I, I'm, we're not sure about that. And now we're kind of in year one uh-huh. and we're thinking like, hmm, we could kind of see like how food and Bev could be like 10 years. So that'd be first, first thing I would have advice is the food business. It, it is long. It's a long road and it is capital intensive. So if those are things that are available like time and also capital then i think food is definitely worth considering um okay yeah so what's your next step what's the next step for the company yeah so so the twirl we're working on future flavors Mm -hmm. and we have an extension product extension that we're hoping to roll out um this fall or this winter and we're, we're looking at expanding and um hopefully fundraising it's, it's a challenging time right now with the markets, yes. but we are kind of in, in a midst of looking at how to expand um, and working on just making sure that more and more people know about Twirl and what we're about, have the opportunity to try us. I think once people try us and learn a little bit about our story, they're really a, a loyal customer, but it's just sure. still, still getting word of mouth out. Where, if, if anybody who wanted to try your tea, how, how do they order or how they can get those yeah. wonderful melt tea? Yeah. Yeah, no problem. So nationwide, the easiest way is on our website or Amazon. So it's T-W-R-L and then milk, M-I-L-K and then T-T-A-T or on Amazon. Those are two, the easiest ways. If you're in the New York area online, it's on Umami Cart. And, um, and then in LA, we're actually like at UCLA, we're at UC Berkeley, we have like about a hundred stores. Um, and then, and you can kind of just look on our website. Oh, so if you're perfect. in certain, yeah, in certain locations, and we're slowly working on more locations. 
um, and expanding out more. I'm, so, I'm going to put your yeah. website on the podcast. So yeah, perfect. Perfect. For it. And, and yeah. I'm, sh- you know, especially college kids. I, I yes. went to UCLA and, um, there's one place that have that's when Bulba first started. And I just remember like, that's my study place. Yeah. I would just get my stuff, yeah. go over there. And, yeah. uh, yeah, just have my bullpup every day. And then the, I go there so much that I became, even now as today, I still get fun with the owner. Oh, so, really? Dolly. Yeah, her name is Dolly. Mm-hmm. And she opened her first bullpup in UCLA. And oh, wow. it was just, that's what, how we, you know, we fall in love with Bulba. You know, that's yes. part of our college memory. So, exactly, exactly. Yes. So, we're at the UCLA store mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, we're super excited that students get to have a, you know, a pick me up, right? Like when you're a student, exactly. you just want a little boost and a little treat. And so, and it's healthy, plant based. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Yeah. And it does have caffeine. So, because we actually brew more coffee, uh, tea, mm-hmm. actually, like uh, the original block is 58 milligrams of coffee, which, uh, tea, sorry, <laughs> coffee, tea, caffeine. And so, it's like a, a cup and a fourth. Yeah, of caffeine, and so the least one is hojicha, which is forty milligrams. Oh, really? That's a, yeah, that so, was, that's the burn green tea matcha. Okay, I didn't yeah, know. yeah. The hojicha has forty, and then jasmine has fifty. Okay, but I would say like if you look at a real, just only brewed tea, it's not as high in caffeine because mm-hmm. we're we brew more tea than others. Okay, so we that's how we get our tea taste. Oh, so it's yeah. real tea. It's not just the flavor teas. Yeah, exactly. Tea. Yeah, it is. It, I, I just mean, want to emphasize on that to everyone. Yeah, it's, and the it's reason a why it's so tea. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's you know when we talk with manufacturers, they're like, "Oh, you're really doing a craft tea. This is right. not just like a brewed, you know, yes, regular tea that you're just like doing. It's a real craft, you know, because sometimes people feel like, well, can I just make this in my home? Mm-hmm. You know, like, yes, definitely." But in terms of like the taste profile and what it is, I would say we we're really at a level of craftness. And so that's, that's why we still encourage people to just have that as an added you know, repertoire in your kitchen. Well, that's what I want. I mean, if I, I, I can save my trip, the, the point of this is to save your trip and yes. um, to have something healthy that, or else you would go get it yourself. This is the best because the flavor, the taste, the, the process you're going to do it is, 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 is like you getting the real tea, but you know, healthier and, and you save time, you can have it anytime. So that was the goal. That's perfect. Yeah, that it, it, it is. You know, sometimes I'll go on trips and I'll send it to myself Yeah, because I actually want a consistent taste. And so I'll send it to myself and put it in my hotel fridge. Right. And so, and so then I know like, I don't have to go search um, for a cafe um, you know, at least on my first or second day, but at least I have it with me. Exactly. Um, and, and so it's just something that's easy. And then you can grab, like, if you're on a trip and you just want milk tea and, and you're like, oh, I know, I know what it's, it's like, it's a, it's like a yummy, yummy treat. Yeah. And it's, it's something I look forward to. Well, I'm excited yeah. for your new flavor. Cause I try all your flavor already. Thank you so much. Um, yes, but I wanted, so I'm excited. I'm excited about your new one. So when can yes. we find out about your new flavor? Well, we're in the midst of development. We've been okay. developing for the last, I don't know, six, seven months. And we're really particular. So to kind of pass Pauline and her husband, um, like taste buds and our own kids taste buds, it's been hard. Mm-hmm. 
because we are really adamant about tea flavoring and, and like uh, the tea taste profile Mm -hmm. and not doing flavoring. And so trying to find different, you know, formulations hasn't been the super, super easy because we're, it's a, it's like a really, really a difficult team to pass. Right. So we're still working on it, but we're, I think we're almost close. We're almost close. I, I think we're going to hopefully launch um, this maybe, maybe hopefully before the holidays. Ooh. Yeah. Maybe. It's like maybe, a little maybe, Christmas maybe. tree. Yeah, we'll, we'll like a Christmas yeah, yeah, Okay. Yeah, definitely. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Cause exactly. I'm sure everybody's like, what's the new flavor going to be? I know. Um, I know. I know. But that's good. Christmas. That would be like a little Christmas present. Surprise. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, we had a customer who just sent a housewarming gift of mm-hmm. our troll me up gift box. And oh. it was so fun. I was like, Oh, Pauline, someone's sending us a housewarming gift. We, we're now like, not just like a gift, you know, just for yourselves. Like yeah. we're sending it out. So we're super excited about that. Actually, um, you know, that's a good idea. When Christmas is coming, then that would be like a good, um, like an edible gift. gift. Yeah. 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 We were in we edible chocolate. LA. Yeah. Yes. 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 So edible LA featured us because we actually have a twirl me up gift box that uh-huh. we partnered with 10 female artists oh, wow. and they're, yeah. And so they all did positive affirmation postcards. And so the idea of Troll Me Up was about, you know, the pandemic, I feel like, oh, it's never ending, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. When, in the fall, when we developed the idea, it was like, what, were things going to open up? Were they not? And we decided to partner with these female artists to create these positive affirmation postcards that you could put around the house, you could mail to friends and just remind yourself like, okay, things are going to be okay. Um, and I think you just need like little pick-me-ups of that. And then we donate 5% of the proceeds to AAPI mental health oh. uh, nonprofits. And so the first one we uh, supported was in San Francisco. So mm-hmm. it's a Chinatown based school and they have programming where they teach immigrant children English, they provide after school care, but they also have a mental health uh, therapist that comes once a week to talk mm-hmm. with the children. So we were really excited to you know, partner and donate proceeds to support programs like that. Mm-hmm. And so when you mentioned earlier about kind of what it is being API, I think what's different, you know, when I worked at Estee Lauder, or even in my past um, organizations, I would do projects that involve the community because I, I love being event-based and community-driven. Mm-hmm. But I think the difference at Twirl is we've been really adamant about supporting AAPI communities, organizations, uh, women. Um, and so those are things that we can do now as leaders of an mm-hmm. organization, of a business, right? Like, so how we, how we source and how we um, produce is something that we can control and that benefits kind of our health and also sustainability. But then in terms of community, like what could we do? And so that was, you know, creating our curated boxes that include the Twirl Me Up, featuring mm-hmm. female indie artists. We did two other ones prior to that. One was a Mooncake Moments that oh. sold out in a week. And wow. it was like, it would, because Mooncake uh, Festival is my favorite holiday and it's yes. like an underrated holiday in the US. Like no one, no one celebrates it, but in Taiwan, it's like the, the funnest holiday. Yes. It's huge, right? The yes. barbecues on the rooftop. Yes. The story, beautiful The store. Story. Yeah, the different mooncakes and like palmellos. I, I mean, everyone's like picking up the prettiest palmellos to send to the mooncake. Go great where you're melty. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so we wanted to do um, a curated box that featured uh, something that celebrated mooncake moments. So we had mm-hmm. like a ramen, we had like a bubble game, we had a mooncake pin, a mooncake postcard, and so those were things that 
were all AAPI founders. And then we had one right before that called Summer Delight. And that was all AAPI female founders. And it was about featuring kind of their products and brands. So those are things that we feel as API founders that we have that capacity now. And we're at a point where we're working on a product and a brand that, that is a reflection of who we are as individuals. And so that is something I think is really important. And I would encourage kind of younger people as they think about what they want to do, like lean into some of these things that you are passionate about. Mm-hmm. Because those are things that you could control. And I I think it gives a lot of joy, mm-hmm. a lot of joy. Because I, I think at the end of the day, when you run on your own business, it can sometimes be daunting, right? The endless mm-hmm. emails, the endless no's, the endless no replies. Yes. Um, those are things that are really hard and can be lonely as a founder. But then if you, what I found, what gives me the most excitement is engaging with the yes. community on different projects that are we have passion about and that make an impact, right? That these are people who would really be impacted by right. our donations and our ability to give them visibility of what they're doing in the community. So the one that you mentioned, um, do you still have that online that can people purchase? Uh, so the Summer Delight and the Moon King Moments sold out. That was a limited edition, but we still have a um, very limited number of the Twirl Me Ups. And so that one is, yeah, that, that one definitely, Twirl Me Up is, is definitely around. And um, we highly recommend people buy that as like housewarming birthday to yes. yourself. You know, I think it actually would be a great back to school for the, yes. all the kids going to boarding school, colleges, yeah. grad school. Like if you're looking for just like a treat, but you don't want to like give them more stuff, but give them something, right. an edible milk tea that's plain. Yeah. And then something we might them home. Okay. Exactly. And then you would say you come with the affirmation or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Positive card. affirmation postcards. And that'd be good yeah. for the kids to have in exactly. their room. Or, exactly. Yes. Okay. So we definitely going to look into that. I mean, Wonderful. you're doing so much and you're a mother too. How do you balance your time? Well, I don't think I'm a very good balancer, I would say. <laughs> no, but how do you do this? Uh, well, I think, you know, I think I, I, I look to Pauline. Pauline's an inspiration. And I look to my own son. You know, both of them, ironically, are only children. Mm-hmm. And so they're very good about, you know, setting boundaries of having, doing exercise, you know, putting those things that are really about self-care and mental health and making sure that's a priority. So I am trying to adopt more of that into my life. Mm -hmm. And then I think for me, finding balance of, you know, what I mentioned, planning events, I really Mm -hmm. love planning events. So that part, but it is a lot of hours, I would say it is a lot of hours. So what you, what you do, what would you be your, how, what kind of trick will you do to balance your life or what would be, um, the thing that you do, you know, like we all have this like secret weapon or it's a certain thing that we do. For example, for me is meditation, but what about for you? Right. Yeah. For me, I would say I like to cook and I like to actually, so I do a lot of baking. So sometimes oh, you'll good. see slivers of that in the twirl social media. So you uh-huh. mentioned like moon cakes, like I made like a soft skin moon cake with a milk tea custard. Mm. So I'll do a lot of those kind of fun things that allow me to still have like creativity mm-hmm. that I sometimes don't have as much time for with twirl, but then allow me to like do recipes and testing and just those things that allow me to have a little bit of break. 
Um, and then in terms of, I do do the Peloton. So okay. I write to Emma Lovewell. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And she's, she's half Taiwanese. So I exclusively only ride to Emma Lovewell and that is kind of like, I'm going to follow brain. her. I'm gonna... Oh, she's amazing. She's amazing. Okay. She spoke out about API. Um, she spoke to the Senate and Congress um, when it really happened, I think last, last year. Uh-huh. Um, she's amazing. And I think Pauline also does the Peloton every day. She does it really early in the morning. I do it more in the evenings. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are kind of ways that I try to de-stress. I yes. try to walk my neighborhood. Actually. Yeah. I walk my neighborhood a lot. I listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I love listening to like how I built this cherry bomb is also mm-hmm. a food one. So I love, I love anything food related to be honest. And mm-hmm. so Pauline's like, I can't believe you, you actually listen to these things. And I was like, yeah, but I actually like really enjoy the food podcast. So like splendid table, cherry bomb. And I think it's just because that's like my creative outlet. I love, love hearing how people cook with food, what they make with food, what they do with food, you how they build a company cook. with food. Yeah. I, you know, I learned, I learned, I think when I became a mother, um, maybe when my, my son was like three or four, um, I learned to cook. I never even knew what a pantry was. I didn't know what, what, what was in a pantry. I had to be given a list by my two really good friends that were cooks. And so I had a lot of trials and my son was luckily, um, just really a nice kid. You know, he'd be Aww. like, Oh, this is so delicious. And I knew it was so terrible, so Aww. terrible, but he'd be like, Oh mommy, it's so yummy. Cause he could, he could tell I spent a lot of time on it. Um, so, so over sweet. time I became confident, you know, confident that I could interchange recipes, interchange things. And I think that's the same thing with twirl. Like as you're working on something, you're going to find a rhythm. Um, mm-hmm. There are going to be a lot of errors. And um, we're, we're making mistakes left and right, but I eventually will find kind of the right path for us. And that's what we're doing. And I think a lot of times people think like, oh, you must be doing it so perfectly. Everything's so curated. And I'm mm-hmm. thinking, oh no, like, you know, just like cooking, like when you're running a business, there's so many errors, there's so many trials and tribulations, but they could be something beautiful. Like it could be something else. It could be something unattended and it could be even better. I mean, sometimes, yeah. This is, this is reason. Like, I have tried your product and flavors, excellent. So, this is the reason why I'm sure the artist is super excited about your new flavor. And then I know, you've been <laughs> well, because we've been working so hard. Yes. And then I know you don't want to release it because you just wanted to make that fit into your criteria, you know. So, I, I I'm sure when you release it, it's going to be amazing. Just knowing how hard and how picky you are, like trying everything, you wanted to make sure it if fit like perfect so right yeah, right I, I mean it's been an experience right to see kind of um what what we could bring to market um the second time because it is our our going to be our fourth flavor and then mm-hmm. we're working on a fifth one and, and kind of um, it's almost like a race we always like our betting like which what which flavor do you think it'll launch to market first yeah um and so those <laughs> so those are the things that we're working on and i think anybody who likes to cook knows that sometimes it's, it, you don't know what is going to be the fan favorite, right? Yeah. You, you don't know a lot of, you know, we get that asked a lot, like, what's your favorite tea? And I always answer with like, well, that's kind of like telling your favorite child, like, which one's your favorite child? They're all like our babies. Right. And so yeah. I, I kind of say like, well, if I'm in the mood for like more caffeine, I'll choose, you know, a Taiwan style black. Yeah. But if I don't want more, I'll choose hojicha. Or if I want like a, a treat, mm-hmm. then I'll choose like, you know, 
pochicho or if I wanted something like I knew maybe for digestion earlier in the day, I'll choose jasmine. And so there's just fun things that you'll kind of learn a little bit about, but you never know what is going to be the complete fan favorite because we think they all taste great, but they are, I think there's some certain times you might be in the mood for something and right. that's kind of unexplainable why. God, it's like going do this, like even if, like just experiments of, I mean, you, you don't even have anybody to ask because this, you're like the first who started this, the melty, plant-based melty. So I was going to say, you know, you can bounce idea. I mean, the only person you can bounce idea with is your partner. But I'm like, do you guys have any mentor or somebody like you guys can talk to? Yeah, and I mean, idea well, you know, it? so our kids are, our kids are really great test taste profiles. I, I think sometimes people are like, really? And I'm like, yes. yeah, you know, they yeah. are, they grew up with milk tea, bubble tea in yeah. their households. They have seen twirl from the inception. So mm-hmm. we, we that, that's the first kind of the first round of where we go to. Mm-hmm. And then Pauline herself is an adamant tea and coffee drinker. Like she likes all different types of beverages. She's always buying something from a cafe or from a coffee shop. And it's like the amount of teas, you know, that we have between the two of us of all different brands. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy. And so those are things that we do like because we were in the industry and we love it. Right. Yeah. And so those are, that's, what's fun about the industry. Yeah. And the, and, yeah. <laughs> well, you, you two would be the mentor for the other. I, I, I'm yeah. Cause this is so new. Well, you know, who is an mentor who actually we know commonly is Ellen. Ellen oh. Chen from, yes. So Ellen actually is our unofficial mentor. Oh, she's so amazing. She's, she's amazing. Yeah. She really, you know, reached out and we connected. And so she she's also actually, Taiwanese. She's also Taiwanese. I know. She love Taiwanese about, food. <laughs> I, I, I do follow her and she is always hosting lately about food. And so I'm heading yes. out to LA. So I'm like really interested in seeing what, yeah. what there is. She and, so and she I actually, we only have Taiwanese food when we get together. Oh yeah. my gosh. I wish you weren't going to San Francisco, but. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we, so actually Ellen has actually been a great mentor because she will ask her when we did a, we did a package refresh. It was a slight iteration. And so if you first see our first generation cans or our second generation, second generation, they're slightly different. And it was the feedback actually Ellen and some other people had mentioned it. And we decided to incorporate more of a leaf, mm. like a real strong leaf to actually incorporate and infuse one that was plant-based and mm-hmm. two that it was a tea drink mm-hmm. so those i think having feedback from someone who came not from beverage but from food and also with a strong eye of how they built a brand from mendocino farms i think was super helpful in terms yes. of how to just have an outside perspective and yes. she's also invested in other plant-based businesses so yes. kind of the learnings that she's done with that so we're really grateful for her support and just having access to be able to kind of ask her, be like, Ellen, like, what do you think about the new packaging or, you know, we're, yeah. You guys going to do that for the other. (laughs) (laughs) This goes well. That's why we have this podcast. We wanted to make sure we can help other. That's amazing. You guys like pave the world for other, you know? Well, we love what you do, you know, just being able to share the stories of other women and kind of different fields and then just being able to reach a diverse audience, right? That maybe we are not a part of. And, and so we're really grateful for 
you know, you just being able to just open your doors and your kind of friends to this. Well, it, it kind of, I think we shared a similar idea that, you know, we wanted to do something also community driven, right? Mm-hmm. So just like your product, your tea is not just any melty, you know, you brought, you bring your diverse background and your experience, your upbringing, and especially with an API. So, um, yeah, it's, I'm looking at the local, they definitely have that look to it. So mm-hmm. um, Pauline did a great job on the packaging. And I definitely agree, the leaf is definitely the way to go. I mean, and again, you know, bring your diverse background and experience, heritage to bring to the community. So yeah, yeah. we're super excited. And I think it's just keep going, right? Exactly. Keep, keep going and keep letting more people know it is a pretty tough industry. And we do have to kind of be, I would say like, you know, have to have a lot more customers behind us because it is an easy industry that, you know, you can just be kind of to be like, oh, well, I think today you won't be on shelf. And so those are things. We we definitely gonna go on your line and make sure we still (laughs) have that 12, uh, the information, the giving process. That's a great um, company gift. I, and then I think it's something very healthy. Everyone, if you wanted to support, uh, we should definitely buy that because it's a buying something on healthy chocolate. That's what most people do, like the chocolate mm-hmm. basket. Um, right. you, you're giving something that is different and it's also healthier and right. plant-based and sustainable business. So definitely I I, for at least for me, I would definitely pick those up. And then I love the <laughs> fact that you got to work with other female artists and then create cards to give positive information. Um, and then I, I think that's what we needed, especially good reminder to have it, you know, somewhere in the house. <laughs> yeah. And, and what we loved about working with these artists, they were, some were very famous. It was like mm-hmm. Ruth Chan, who is in author, um, illustrator. She, you know, is, is just beloved by millions. She's been in the New York Times. She has a graphic novel coming out. So she was really like famous. And, and then we had even a middle schooler, a girl mm-hmm. who had, was just super, super talented. And she created this cute postcard that was not so perfect. Um, and, so, and, and, and so we, we did all different types of young women and women to work with us. It, it wasn't that you had to be only famous. And like have like a crazy amount of following. It was more of we wanted to work with women who wanted to work with us to create positive affirmation postcards and share a messaging and kind of let more people know about what it is to need that type of affirmation in your life when we're all kind of going through these really tough times. Yes. And I would say it's still tough, right? Like mm-hmm. we're not all completely back of the office. We're all still, most of us are working from home. Mm-hmm. And um, there's the rise of monkeypox, Omicron. You know, there's the, like, <laughs> so many. Like, Am I gonna get it now? And, yeah. and so the, that that, that um, unspoken stress is still in our lives. And so I think mm-hmm. like the silver lining, like you talked about, what can you do to find things that give you that secret power? I mean, I literally I'm like looking at my mood board now, and I have like all the positive affirmation postcards like laid out. Um, and I think it's just to remind myself, like, okay, take a step back. It's not just only about doing twirl. It's not only about, you know, trying to close the next deal. Um, but it, it, there is other things that are important, right? 
And um, I, I'm happy that you mentioned the the all the the artists is not everybody who has to be super famous, right? You no. try to bring everybody, and sometimes imperfect is perfect. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My my tr- my children's book, same idea. Mm-hmm. No wonder we we are connected. My children's book. I I actually have my girlfriend's daughter who do the illustration, Aww. and she never done it before. She's fourteen. And um, I'm she suffered depression, so drawing is one of those things that give her happiness, you know, yeah. joy. So I thought if I'm gonna do just children's book, it's for the children, um, you know, if I love it help her, that would be great. So, I so I I'm glad that you know you also have the similar idea and having so many different artists with different background to to do this to give a feminine positive card and then I think that's a good reminder yeah. for people who are getting those also it's like you don't have to be perfect to to be it's it's almost like self love and then it's a, a, mm-hmm. a positive affirmation for yourself. Even because right. I think we so hard on ourselves all the time. So we are. I mean, I definitely think I I I'm I do suffer from that. You know, just having mm-hmm. the idea of wanting our company to succeed and wanting it to go somewhere and be somewhere at a certain level. Um, and I think Polly and I talk about it that you know we're still a really young company. Like I think last year we mm-hmm. we, we just really soft launched. We mm-hmm. we almost now can call that really like a zero year zero well you know, that we just were testing, year, testing. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna say remember the podcast interview right 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 we were like at year zero and so now we're just starting year one <laughs> yeah well i'm excited i i the day i find your drink on starbucks somewhere i'm gonna take a picture and i'm gonna send it to you now right. so remember that podcast that we have <laughs> look where you are now right right, so. right 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 well we'll have to thank you and everyone for supporting us and just so grateful well olivia it's such a pleasure to having you on the show i mean i had your tea and then i haven't even like this is before if i met you having this conversation with you so thank you you're no, thank honestly you. the the drink is amazing and you know i learned so much today from the podcast just having this interview the whole time i thought was oat milk I didn't know <laughs> and then because of that i i'm actually glad that i didn't know because now i appreciate what the the effort and how hard it is for you to come up with something so amazing and that yeah. is a healthy and sustainable business so yeah. Right. And and I think what most people don't know is that um, peas are super neutral in taste. Mm. Um, I think that's why I think you that was like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, to like you mentioned, like soy, you can taste, taste it. Yeah. yeah. Almonds has a taste. Yeah. And so those drinks, when we test tasted tested them, they had an aftertaste. Yes. That, that you just can't. It's not like it doesn't taste like milk tea, right? Like yeah, it's just what I grew up with. It you just, you a just bit know, different. right? Exactly. Yes. He knows it's it's different. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But you know, I have to say that we're not we're not really for the customer that wants like the true only boba tea that's like full of sugar and full of like the regular one. Like that that customer, like I think they should go to the cafe for right. that experience, right? Yeah. Like, like when if you want to treat yourself, like I definitely think i still go to cafes sometimes yeah. like because i think it's a it's a fun experience mm-hmm. it's, it's it's you go to a place and you hang out with other people you go and get a line that like that's still an experience that's really fun but if you're looking for something that's every day 
pick me up, like a ca- coffee alternative, yeah. a treat. Like this right. is, we're, we're definitely that for you. Well, same thing as like people who are coffee drinker, right? I, I, I still want to go to the local cafe, yes, sit down, yes, yes. buy my book, journal, and mm-hmm. have a cup of coffee. Yeah. But when I wake up this morning, you know, I open my refrigerator, I got to go. Mm-hmm. What I grab was a cold brewing coffee that's all exactly. packaged in. Exactly. So, Exactly. I, 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 I get it. That's exactly yeah. what we're aiming for is that we, you should, we should all coexist because it's an experience and it's yes. a great experience. But at the same time, like we wanted something that you can just grab and go. And, and this and, would and be perfect for yeah, people who doesn't drink coffee. Exactly. Exactly. And I think sometimes like when you're, you grab and go, like you, it's not easy if it's not in a can. Yes. Right. Like it's, 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 it's just something that even if it's in a container, right. Yeah. And so that also is like something that is just different, but the grab and go aspect was really important. I, my son plays competitive sports. So sometimes I'm up like five in yeah. the morning. And so like, we have to go and like, literally what has saved me has been twirl or sometimes like, you know, you're a mom, like you just like by two o'clock, you're like, man, yeah. it's been a long, long day. Like, but I'm I don't, right, want, sister. <laughs> I, right. It's like, I, I just need to pick me up. And so you, I'll have, pick, I'll have a little twirl, and I'll let me like last through the day, but yes. in an even even keel. Because yes. I think what coffee does, it has jitters. Yes. And if I have something that's too sweet, I, I'm going to have a sugar crash. Mm-hmm. This is like something that's just like a little bit even keel, like focus. Yeah, you know? and then it's true. Yeah. That's why a lot of people don't drink coffee to drink exactly. tea. But mm-hmm. you know, the only selection to have with tea is like the you know, the brew like tea, it's yeah. a brew tea, but yeah. what if like British, okay, let's not even talk about melt tea. British, you know, like you have the tea with a little bit of milk, right? Yes. So this yes. is, well, th- that's what we talked about like earlier, like the whole entire world is actually tea drinkers. Yeah. You know, in England, yes. all of the Asian countries, yes. like India, like yeah. most Places are actually tea drinkers, not, not coffee. coffee. The U.S. is actually a little bit of an anomaly in mm-hmm. terms of like the beverage world. Like we are very heavy set in mm-hmm. coffee, but the rest of the world, it's all varieties of tea. You go to a supermarket in Asia, you open a cold case. It's all variations of tea, oolong, you know, mm-hmm. black tea, jasmine, so many variations mm-hmm. and so many differences. But here I, it's, it's not as plentiful. Right. Um, and we actually talk a lot about there's not haven't hasn't been a lot of innovation in tea, right? So in terms of like nitro infusion, in terms of milk tea, none of that. Yeah, I mean, like that's what I'm saying. When you come up with something, it's so unique. Solving the problem is always a good thing, right? Because this solve a lot of problems. Who doesn't drink coffee, but didn't find what they like? It just just based on you know. They want some little milk to it because even you drink tea, British tea, afternoon tea, you want that little milk, right? A little so, bit, yes, yeah, yes, yes, so, yes. No, it's perfect. Yes. Well, thank you, Olivia. Thank you thank so you. much on this podcast. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna miss you. I literally just find out how things in Francisco. Or else we should definitely, but we would definitely catch up soon. Sounds okay. good. Thank you. Okay, everyone, thank you to all my listeners for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode with us because I had so much fun today and definitely learning about more my favorite drink, Melty. 
please take a moment to check out Olivia's social media handle. I will put it in the description box for this episode. And then also where you can find her teas um, and the, the, the product I'm super excited about, which work with 12 other artists about the positive information card. Stay tuned for my next episode one. I'm your host, Evie Jane for Evie Unbound.